This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Happy Friday, guys. 406 DGS is Michael Calhoun and Dave Murray. We're just saying tonight can be a little messy, so just be careful out there. George Mahey, the food and wine editor of St. Louis Magazine, is with us. Look at you. You're always dapper. Like, no matter what you wear, you look dapper. Just for you guys. Don't you, you know? think so, Rach? Oh, yeah, I, totally. I, I dress up to come down here because I know I have to dress to impress. I, Rachel's always looking. I do know I that. I always <laughs> dress like I'm late for third grade. <laughs> yes. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen me not look no, like this? No, no, that's casual. It's yeah. casual. It's casual. I've to told me. this story so many times, but I don't know if you've ever heard it. About 10 years ago, uh, I did a gig, uh, the one and only time I've worn a suit in the last 24 years. But it was something for the military, and they really wanted me to do it. So, okay. Uh, oh, you'll love this. I borrowed a buddy's suit and had it altered to fit me. Uh, so uh, I'm coming downstairs, so big grand staircase in the house, and Phoebe's, what, eight years old? And she goes, wow, Dad, you look like one of those guys. And I'm thinking, like, spy. Cool, cool, cool guys? And I'm like, what kind of guy, babe? And she goes, the kind of guy that has a job. <laughs> What, don't you go to weddings or funerals or anything? You have to wear suits to those things or at least get dressed up a little bit. I think I've been to one wedding the whole time, and I just wore jeans and a blazer. And I've uh, been to a couple funeral homes where I did the same thing, you know, just yeah, like jeans yeah, and a blazer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, other than that one gig, every time I host something, I, I say, here's the deal. I won't charge you anything, but I'm going to wear jeans and a blazer. And a T-shirt. And they're like, okay. Because in your attorney days, you probably wore that every day. Every day. And you had a whole closet full of that stuff. What, did you just give it to Goodwill and say, Uh, I'm done with it? No memory of that. I don't know. (laughs) But but even then, like, I was, I used to uh, have my dress shirts wadded up in a corner of a room, and I would just iron the front of them. That's all you need. Yeah. And just hope to not take the jacket off all day. You are a classy I guy. I've always yeah. just been a mess. I, I respect no, him. Just a mess. Mad respect. Yeah. God, terrible. Uh, you're in review, right? Yeah. How you want to do it? Well, we'll just talk about what happened. I mean, December, we could just talk about December. It was a crazy end of the year. It usually isn't like that nutty in December, but there were 20, I logged 24 or 25 openings against three closings. That's like an eight to one ratio. That's a lot higher. It's always more openings and closings, but never like that. It's like, wow, we yeah. finished with quite a, a flourish. And so, and I, ha- I hadn't done this until today, but I thought I would. And I thought, I'm going to compare this year to last year, openings and closings. Because I, I kind of just, I'm a nerd. I like to know mm-hmm. this stuff. And you can see I've got my legal yeah, pad wow, with uh, sure the cross outs and uh, ink yeah. pen and, and uh, my official uh, 
you know, tally sheet. But there were a third fewer closures this year than in 22. And uh, there were 40% more openings. Wow. So everybody that says, you know, this is a problem and, right. you know, when places are not going to survive, you know, COVID and all this. And I hear this every day that, man, there's so many people in trouble, but so many people are opening restaurants, too. Right. So I just really, you know, I'm in this business and I don't know how to take it. But Let me that, ask that's you a question. Like, it was a good year. Having looked at opening a restaurant a couple of times, as you know, I consulted with you over the years. Yep. Uh, thank God I didn't. Uh, <laughs> because, I mean, anything I touch is going to go to crap. I mean, just to be honest. So here's my question, though. Obviously, people who open a restaurant don't do it to lose money. To what degree, though, does the passion sometimes over cloud over the financial judgment? Almost all the time. We used to do consulting with people and, you know, we'd say this is a good idea or, you know what, you need to check these five boxes and you've only checked one of them. Yeah. You really shouldn't do yeah. this. Do you know how often they listen to us? Never. Right. Mm. They did it anyway. It's this, I could, you could see the stars in their eyes. And I'll it bet was, you a lot of non-restaurant people open restaurants. Oh, Guys yeah. like me. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> it's the worst kind. Yeah. You might as well just flush, flush the dough <laughs> right. right down the, yeah. Yeah. And, and, but it, it just happens all the time. And, and, and it, you really need to have, you know, there's a checklist that you should go through and, and the guys should go through, but they don't. And, and it's a shame because they'd save a whole lot of money in strife or somebody else's money or their house yeah. or, or whatever. Cause it's, it's, uh, it, it, you really got to watch it. It's, it's, it's such an easy way to, you know, make money, but a really easy way to lose it. Rachel told me one of my favorite places, Cantina Laredo in Clayton. Yeah, just closed. Used to go there every, like, Sunday afternoon, sit outside, do my show prep, have a margarita. Gone. They seemed like they were doing fine. It seemed like they were doing okay. I mean, I live close by there. Yeah. I'm always, every time I'm driving down Forsyth, I'm looking in the windows yeah, of every, yeah. you know, to see how people are doing. And it seemed to be, it never was, like, packed, but it seemed to be doing fine. It was a big place, though. Yeah. High rent. Yes. Um, and I think the article that was written about it said, you know, they just never really Took got off. back. No, they were never not came back after COVID. After uh, all the office workers left. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them didn't come back. And when they did, you know, they're, everything's different. You know, everybody's bringing their lunch and, and having it delivered. And What and are some of the other notable closings? Um, there were, you know, there weren't a whole lot of them. I think the most notable one it was reported in 23, but it actually happened in, I think, September of 22 was the whole Vin, that Vindicet fire. Yeah. That everybody wanted that to come back so desperately. Vindicet and PW Pizza and the 21, 21st Street Brewers Bar and all that uh, catering and, and all those those banquet rooms. It was a huge, mm-hmm. huge building. And it was a terrible, terrible loss. And I, I thought for sure that that, that was going to come back and that Paul Hamilton was going to, you know, come in on his white horse and save the day. And he said, you know... I could have done it, and I just didn't have it in me because mm. it was 30 years ago, and I was crazy like I was when I bought this the first time. Yep. Yes, second time around, I'm not sure I want to undertake the whole thing again. He goes, I would, I would be a tenant, you know, I would rent, I would lease in this building if somebody wanted to mm-hmm. buy it. So the, I haven't heard that there's been any takers, but I hope somebody. It's all, it's all ready for somebody, some somebody to come in and just. It's almost a turnkey, you know, mm-hmm. you've got to, uh, you know, as far as the, the infrastructure there, but you'd obviously have to rebuild it. But it's such, the bones were so good there and everybody loved it so much. But that was, that was really uh, the main one. And, mm-hmm. it, and a couple of the other ones were kind of, they were closures, but not really. Like Three Kings Pub had a fire too. Right. And he was looking all over. He goes, I, you know, I don't know whether to rebuild it there, but he was looking everywhere else. And he ended up, you know, a week ago signing a lease for Hopcat, which is 50 feet away. It's literally <laughs> the building next door yeah. is where he's going to be. 
And, and it's the same kind of thing. He was offered the building, and he said, you know, I just don't want to take on this kind of huge debt and, and this massive six, eight-month rebuild. I'm going to move next door. I could be in it in a couple months, sign a you know, three-year lease, five-year lease, and be done with it. So, yeah. you know, a lot of times the easy way out is, is a good way out. What are some of the openings that you're excited about? <clears throat> well, there was, um, you know, we've talked about a lot of them here, probably the most... I think the most dynamic and the most, you know, a unique one, I hate to use that word, but you can in this case, is a place called Mainlander in the Central West End. It's this supper club, you know, mid-50s themed supper club. You walk in and mm. it's like stepping into the past. Mm. It's like stepping into your grandmother's den or something. It's got all the, the tchotchkes and, and, and the, the, the goodies. You recognize all this stuff yeah. from, from the thrift shops. Supper club is in you have to be a member or supper club is in that's club, the feel? As, as in that's the feel. And it's it's it's, it's one of these, these models that's like, how does this work? There's 18 seats. That's it. Two seatings. Six and eight, six and eight thirty, I think, mm-hmm. and 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 that's it. Uh, five nights a week, four nights a week, and that's it. It's a very very small operation. It's like five five employees. Wow. You pay in advance. You you everything's paid in advance. Tasting menu or menu? It, it's a it's a straight menu. The, here's our menu, and and it books up. You know, fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's the menu for this month. If you don't like this month, come next month. But they, you know, we should go. And they will accommodate. You know, uh, uh, different. Uh, dietary suggestions and and you know they'll they'll listen to all that too. But it's and and you can be a vegetarian and go and get a kind of an alternate menu if you'd like. Um, it includes you know here have a beer. It's fine. Have, you know, like a beer, a beer or two. They mm-hmm. just throw that in. It's just this really. It's like going to somebody's house for dinner. Neat. But you don't tip. They won't even talk about tipping. He doesn't like the whole concept. It's just don't even think about it and don't do it and don't give us anything because. The owner says, I don't know how to, I wouldn't even know how to distribute it, and it's a legal mess if I would try. Huh. And it's just, the whole thing is fascinating. So it's the, one the, price. Yeah, yeah. The, the one price, I think four or five courses, and everyone that's gone there has just said, what a unique, cool. fun, different uh, breath of fresh air. That's attractive to me. I like it, that. It's really cool. There's no, it's it's total speakeasy vibe. There's a logo in the window. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that says Mainlander. Mainlander was a uh, a restaurant in Clayton in the like 60s. It was a, a tiki restaurant. So mm-hmm. there are these, you know, tiki vibes in there too. But uh, it's just such, uh, you know, it's really hard to describe. It's, it's just one of those things you have to do. But I've heard nothing but, but raves about it. And like, I thought I knew what I was going to, mm-hmm. you know, what was going on there. But I... At the end of the day, I had no idea. That's so, cool. Yeah. So there's that. There's uh, Wright's Tavern opened at the beginning of the year. We've talked about that a bunch. Rich, Rachel, that's where you went at like 1030. Yeah. And, and it was awesome. It was totally worth worth not getting out of there till midnight. But really? I mean, and, seriously, and, one of the best and meals And was the I've place packed at 1030? Yes, it was. Was this on a weeknight or a week? It was a weekend. It was a Saturday night. And you can make a reservation there at 10 o'clock on a weeknight. Oh, I can't. And, and you can make a reservation <laughs> there at 11 o'clock on the weekend. No, I can't either. There's Maybe I can't for even, breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know what? And they're they're packing the places. Speaking of a, an anomaly, and just what's the deal with it, Rage? Um, it's just like very. I mean, George can speak to it better, but it's just like steaks and burgers, and they have an amazing uh, ice cream sundae for dessert. It's just very straightforward. It's straightforward, uh, and they calls it. You know, it's a, a Wright's Tavern. Tavern. It's kind of a one of those words you don't really know what it means, but. They just, their goal is to do everything classically correct. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we're going to have a crab cake, but it's be the best damn crab cake you've oh, ever had. Oh, now Wheeler's listening. And it, is. it was amazing. And it's as, wasn't it great? And yes. it's as big as your face, and everybody has one. And uh, 
you know, halibut. Well, darn, how did you make that halibut so well? And it's it's a, a guy named Kerry McDowell who's been at this game a while. He's classically trained and spent a lot of time in France and in New York. And a guy just really knows yeah. technique. And, you know, you hear guys talk about that all the time. But wasn't it obvious? It's like, shoot, everything in here is just perfect. Yes. I've never asked anyone this question. So with what I do, someone could say, you ever heard of Dave Glover? Genius. Or you ever heard of Dave Glover? What an idiot. That guy doesn't deserve a show. I know that beauty is in the eye of the, the, the beholder. But for people in the food industry, how long does it take you if you're watching a chef prepare something to go, oh, man, this guy's next level? Or mm, he should have spent a little more time in. Usually you can tell right away, uh-huh. uh, especially when guys hire people. You know, they know it's like, okay, go back and do your thing. And as soon as he sees somebody shaking a pan or, or tasting something, it's just... So it's difficult it, to a lot fool of body, There's a lot of body language okay. involved and a lot of... Uh, uh, it's You can talk your way through a lot of things, yeah. but not with not with actions like that. You, you know pretty yeah. quickly. Have you seen the bear? Part, yeah, some of it. I, I haven't... It, it raises my blood pressure. Yes! So I have to, That's I have so to take funny it, you take, said that. Nick said the same thing. Nick worked in restaurants. Everyone oh, Jeff Dill's been at, he worked at. It's I'm, I, I'm pacing the... I'm, I'm up and <laughs> yeah. down pacing the room. Yeah. But it's like one of those things. It's like a train wreck. You can't yeah. stop looking at it. But uh, So, no, I haven't watched uh, the, the complete however many seasons How close to real life was it's that? Pretty, it's pretty real life. And and a lot of those shows are... And that's why I don't watch a lot of them because it's just too... It's too much like too real. Yeah, it's too much like, like being in. And I still have, you know, nightmare dreams of, you know, things in in, the, in my past that Rachel and I are going to talk about a little bit later. Yeah. It's just like, oh my, you know, waking up in a cold sweat with the, yeah. with the order wheel wrapped with orders and there's people <laughs> handing stuff in yeah. and people are getting sick and this guy needs a Heimlich and it's like, oh, yeah. One yeah, last everybody. question, Rachel. What's the most stressful position in a restaurant? Um, stressful position is probably... Uh, I'd say the expediter, the guy that's he's really the yeah. quarterback there, right? And and they're they're calling the shots, and and if the anything starts to happen or happens wrong, it's you know, hey, why, why'd you let the, why, why'd you let that plate of food go out there? You know, that's that's not good. So I I think I mean, it's also the most fun job, mm-hmm. but boy, it's pressure packed because yeah. you are the liaison between floor and kitchen. Yeah, that's nowhere anybody wants to be cool. most of the time. Thank you, man. Happy yep, New Year. Sure, thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Welcome back, guys. DGS, uh, just about 4.30 here. Wheels, there's some Cardinals news? Uh, maybe. Uh, Ken Rosenthal tweeted not that long ago that the Cardinals, are, as in his words, are working on acquiring right-handed reliever Andrew Kittredge from the Rays for outfielder Richie Palacios. Palacios was kind of a regular for the Cardinals yep. the last month or so, but didn't really project to be more than a fourth or fifth outfielder for them. Uh, but Kittredge is interesting. So he came off a of Tommy John surgery last year and finished the year pretty well. Didn't throw a lot. But if you go back to 2021, so pre-Tommy John, all that, uh, he had like a 180 ADRA, more than a strikeout per inning. He's got he's a slider guy. Like, he just throws slider, 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 Am slider. Am I making this up that Tommy John, while it takes the guys out for a few months or a year, typically they come back stronger? Uh, they come back stronger because before the injury, they were pl- pitching with a frayed ligament, right? So they're not like plus, they're not like 110%. There, but there, but it's now a healthy arm versus one that was diminishing before the in, before the surgery. How uh, common is a second Tommy John? Uh, it's it's becoming more confident or common because more guys are having Tommy John earlier. But um, for the most part, though, even even two of them, the recovery process is very consistent. You get to the third one, which is really rare. Yeah, then you got some problems. Got some fun facts for a Friday. Let's go. A few years before Samuel Morris, who invented the Morse code, ran for mayor of New York using the campaign slogan, no immigrants, no Catholics. He lost. (laughs) I'm with him on the no Catholics thing. I'll I'll vote for him on that one. I mean, I've always been fascinated by how it it always changes the unwanted group. It's always a new one. There's always one. It was the Irish. It was, yeah, you know, yeah. I, yeah, it's so funny having ra- having been raised with let's say modern racism around me. <laughs> it's so weird. Like uh, my my post annex, my uh, ancestral home of Stolzenberg, Germany, is now Stolzenberg, Poland, because it was right on the border. And my grandpa was was mocked mercilessly when the boys at the factory found out about that because he was a Polak. Mm-hmm. And back in the, you know, 70s and 60s or whatever. And it's like so weird for me to think like. You had a town like, named after you guys? Yeah. Stolzenberg, Germany. Wow. Were, was, you, were just, you guys the the Meisterbergers? It was just like the five of us. <laughs> is but, it still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Stolzenberg, Poland now. How big is it? Uh, I don't think it's very big. It's There's a castle. There's Stolz, <gasps> Stolz Castle. There you guys have a castle. We it's do have a cool. castle. Do you get to stay there? I haven't tried. I bet if you showed up, they'd be at least interested. I haven't taken a birthright trip to Stolzenberg, <laughs> Germany. Let's go. Field trip. Uh, um, when making Animal House, John Belushi made $35,000 and the horse made $40,000. <laughs> so the horse that has the heart attack oh my God. made more than John Belushi. Hey, that horse was acting his butt off. That's true. It's a pretty memorable uh, mm-hmm. scene. I don't know why this study was necessary, but a recent study found that humans can tell if a chicken is excited or upset based on the sound of its clucks. I don't like that. I don't want to know when the chicken's upset. I have, I can assume. 
I, I can guess when the chicken is probably most upset, and I'd rather not think about that. If you've ever gone to Taco Bell and thought, I wish I could uh, cook like this, good news, Taco Bell is selling meal kits at Walmart so you can make your own crunch wrap supreme. Nice. I kind of love that. I, I, do, do people really go there and be like, I could never make no this? No disrespect to Taco Bell. <laughs> but if you just make regular tacos and put yeah. the sauce on it, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.